here we are with the post-game interview for the Battleline Wednesday event. A heck of a two rounds tonight. Our first map tonight was on Pry House. A great win by the Union. Phenomenal. A lot of casualties. It was beautiful. Uh, and then second map, Miller's Cornfield. Went a more traditional route where CSA won in the end, but another great round watching whole regiments get swallowed in the corn. Always a fun thing to watch from Spectator. So we have leaders uh, to talk about strategy and more from tonight. So let's go through and introduce everyone. <laughs> uh, first, uh, we got Zoo. Uh, yes, I am Zoo of Fifth Florida, a member of Sussy Brigade. And all I got to say is Sussy today, Sussy tomorrow. And said sussy forever. I feel like that's a Monsters Inc. like saying, <laughs> like is it like Monsters Today? Is it like... <laughs> if only you know. That's uh, speaking of that, Fusewall. Yeah, Fusewall. Hey guys, it's Fusewall for the Twelfth Virginians. Uh, we don't have a slogan except Virginia. Oh, God, my voice. <laughs> it's all you need. Also from 12th Virginia, we got Natty Light. How's it going, guys? Natty with 12th VA. Uh, no slogan today, but for Virginia. Virginia! <laughs> and we also got Feller. Hi, I'm Feller, uh, 18 Mississippi Kevin. Thank you, thank you. On to our CSA side. First, we got Fear. Captain Fear, 5th Virginia, 2nd Corps. And we also got Grim. Lieutenant Colonel Grimm, Colquitt's Brigade, the Confederate Invincibles. We love Grimm. Grimm is phenomenal. So, uh, first round, Pry House. Uh, CSA was attacking. Um, IVB led that round, uh, but they aren't here. So, what was the CSA strategy to attack uh, the Pry House, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? So the plan of attack initially was to take the two largest groups that we had, stack them up on buck and ball, and put them both on the left-hand side of the road and push up and work coordinated when we were going to go and charge out point. And then we'd put all the rifles on the right side where they'd have the longer-range shots like over by the corn and the fence trying to shoot you guys out, like the Union side out. We gave them the actual mini ball rifles while we had the buck and ball trying to force you guys to come to us so you'd have the buck and ball in your face. Some hella great, well-coordinated counter charges where we didn't have time to get our reinforcements in place were done by the Union side, and we weren't able to react fast enough to be able to get the mass in place to hold the Union pushes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we push. So what was it? We, everyone's supposed to kind of push the point a little bit, get close to it and their face. Um, Virginia, 5th Virginia was supposed to go on the far right, kind of be a scout, um, see what was going on that far right side. And we had seen that um, the Union had put a ton of most of their forces on that right fly, the right side in the deflate cover. Um, so 9th Corps shifted from that uh, the right side wall to the right side with us and, you know, tried to put fire on that right side. Um, so I think we got a little uh, space out there on that first map a little bit with moving units around, um, kind of. So that's what I think. 
right. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, so let's move to the Union guys now. Union, uh, Fifth Florida, Saucy Light was leading this. Uh, so what was your guys' strategy to defend the Pry House, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Uh, well, our original plan was to basically Fargo artillery uh, completely, except for one gun in the center lane, where it would probably have the most use. Um, and to basically stack the center and the Union left, Confederate right flank in that tilled field. Um, and basically keep uh, a tiny amount of mana maybe in the hay field, right? Um, and really just dominate one side over the other. Maintain um, control on one one flank. Um, and the left for the Union is preferable just because it's, you know, uh, away from the Confederate artillery. And if the Confederates do push up, it puts them between their own artillery and us. Not that they had many guns to begin with, I don't think. Maybe a handful of guys on RD, but still, whatever guns they did have would be at least a little hampered. Um, on top of that, I just think the left is just a little bit better to defend than the right. But again, that's just my opinion. Um, it ended up that I think the 30th Ohio um, was the only group to be out in the right for any amount of time. And from what I heard, they actually did a hell of a lot of work raking the enemy. Um, and that's where our victory would come in the rifle exchanges or the long distance uh, exchanges, at least from what I heard. I can only see what was really going on the left and the center, which is where I put myself. Um, but yeah, I think all in all, it just, it kind of all came together. At first I was a little concerned we were losing, uh, initially, but once we kind of got into a rhythm and a groove, um, every time they pushed up, I, I, I made it clear, Hey, listen, unless we're losing bad on tickets where we might want to recap for more tickets, we'll, uh, we'll keep pressure on the point, stay forward instead of staying back. If we stay back, then they have all the advantage of taking the center and holding it. But we have to come up as opposed to us kind of contesting the center, making it more difficult to hold on the point in the first place. And every time they pushed up on the center and tried to take the point, we would immediately try to push them off. And we took advantage of the fact that they were kind of spread out amongst the left, center, right flank. And we would all push together every single man. Um, and, uh, kind of in my, from my perspective, defeat them in detail, kind of like would group up, wipe out one or two regiments, and then the rest would finally actually come and join the fight. And by the time they did, they were only half a team against the rest of the whole union force. Um, and it just didn't, didn't work out. It still kind of ended up as a close game. It went final push last stand. Uh, but honestly, you know, I haven't seen union win pry house in a long time, even as the playing as the competitors. Um, so it was uh, it was good to see, and I can't do anything else but thank all the other participants for the USA for helping us get there. I couldn't have done it with each uh, and every one of you, and thank you for the CSA for putting up a hard fight. He definitely didn't make it easy, and it was still towards the end a very close game. One thing that did benefit you guys was people that weren't supposed to be on CSA artillery were on CSA artillery, <laughs> and the only thing they hit was us. Oh, I, I, did. I did capture that. I saw that. Yeah, we were in a we were in a, a fight. Our like half our team on the tilled field stonewall, and your guys in the hayfield stonewall shooting at each other, and then this artillery shot. I had to imagine it came from you guys because it couldn't have been our only gun on the road. Um, yeah, wiped out the whole reg the whole fucking regiment died. The flag was gone. The eight or so men in the I, I was died. in that line the whole i know fucking team just blew up <laughs> and i thought it was i was in that line i'm aware <laughs> that was wild but yeah um 
one question I did have for you, Zoo. Um, so at the end of the game, right before the CSA hit final push, uh, you guys kind of pushed forward late at the end. And it was kind of spread out. I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly. Ah, uh, crap, what was it? Yeah, you guys pushed really far forward, I think, at the end, trying to knock them to final push. But you guys were really spread out. It looked like Union was kind of confused there at the end. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so was it like was it just people not falling back there at the end, or was it you guys trying to hit them in the final push and not everyone going? Or I mean, it was me. I mean, there's always going to be a delay, right? Like, I have to tell somebody else, and they have to tell their own guys, right? So initially, when it was towards the end, we were up by like half a morale stage at least, right? Breaking, breaking. Um... And I was like, you know what? Let's just push, 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 hold them in their spawn, knock them down. But then I realized I still had a whole, basically the whole regiment sitting in the middle lane. So I initially asked everybody to advance and then immediately recalled it because I didn't realize that they still had men really kind of waiting for us. I, I knew that would peter out if we really committed to it. So I yeah, pulled... We, we were a little bit confused on that. We were on the left of the road. I don't know who was to our right in the center road. But... So, yeah, I did pull us back and that kind of allowed them to kind of get even more men and push up. They did get majority, like, towards the last two minutes. They did get a majority on the point for a little bit. Um, but luckily, like I said, I, I, I saw that they were waiting for us. It probably wouldn't have been a good idea to commit to that charge. So I pulled everybody back, which allowed us to get a little bit more men kind of formed up and ready. And then we recommitted to another assault to the point. And once we had everybody mostly together, we pushed them into their spawn properly. Because rather than us pushing a static enemy, they were also charging, which allowed us to kind of at least leave up the melee, you know, up in the air. And if we did win, we could push them another spawn, and that kind of helped us out. But yeah, initially I did ask for everybody to just push them to their spawn, but we were kind of weak because we had already charged a group out on the point, and then it would have been worse if we just kept going. So I had asked them to stop. So I kind of countermanded myself. Yeah, you, we so 12-3A, we were positioned left on the Union left of the center road, where we had heard that and and you had told us to halt and I, it was a it came in at the perfect time actually because we were on the the front closest to where they would have to charge from so when they did when you guys did inevitably charge us it was almost like we were positioned forward a point as a cow catcher and and then zoo and and everybody kind of came up behind us and and 30th came up to to kind of clean up and then we were by by that point we were already respawned and heading back up and it was it kind of created like a perfect you know uh cycle a little bit because while you guys were still fighting and we just got back up there and you guys took the brunt of the attack and then we cow catched them and it, uh, oh god it was a beautiful symphony of battle i'm not gonna lie any other comments from union Where's quarter that? Oh wait, yeah, actually, one. Uh, hey, Grim, who? Uh, what was the idea for going? Uh, or what? What happened with? with it, I, it was so bizarre to me, on, on the on the CSA right in the middle of that field. Oh, oh God! Like I, I don't know what had happened, but, but I, I have never seen, I have never seen so many guys it was so fucking terrifying this <laughs> i just zoo is going in chat he goes left 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 on the union left and you got there's just a mass coming through the open tilt field and and it was me it was i myself think fear would be else. better to answer that one because it was him in ninth core i'm pretty sure that you're talking about there's at one point um 
um, IVB was on that right side. They pushed into the center of the field, and they got up right in the faces, and then Ninth Corps got on the far right, and we pushed up to the corner a little bit, and then this is just before we charged the point again, so we we had to shift units all over the place. IVB went back. We went to where IVB was in the field. Ninth Corps went kind of more to the field as well. But no, they went up, they did like two or three volleys right in your face. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was brazen. I've never seen Everything, anything like that. I mean, I use that. So we use the 5th VA. We use that spot all the time, you know, when the union like turtle in, up on the. Um, in the Steam turtle. Chat, I heard them discussing terms like modern military bounding. What? Staying, yeah, it isn't uh, we're, we're bounding behind you guys, and there and uh, the coordination between that particular set of volleys was really nice to listen to. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. When they yeah, ran yeah. up in the defile, they they had some really good shots, and you know, then we got ninth corps coming in and ourselves coming in, and we got some other good shots as well, and then. Uh, everyone else charged IVB and the fifth. We kind of came in behind um, the point and we got into a couple units. Um, I think we lost the charge, but we got some really good kills in them there. And I think that's when it kind of devolved a little bit. Fuse. It was yeah. us and JD, by the way, on that left. Oh my God, you guys! Oh, JD got. I, I, I was I was really heartbroken to see that entire left wheel uh, get absolutely fu poor JD, dude. You guys. <laughs> I so felt bad for point, JD. Yeah, dude. At that point, that's when uh, you got in our faces, and and I think that's when I kind of gave the order on the left to kind of we were doing back and forth volleys, and that eventually became now okay, sit here and shoot in the open field on top of the hill, and 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 you know we took some hits, and I think you guys actually wiped us on the first one, but we kind of adapted actually on the second and third time you guys went in that field, and boy, it was fucking terrifying. Yeah, good job, guys. Holy shit. Feller, Natty, anything to add for the first round? No, I just thought it was a really good map. Like, uh, both sides. Like, uh, definitely, like, so you did a really good job on that. You know, especially controlling the tempo. I, I liked how you pressed the attack when they went to cap rather than, like, let them cap and then try to retake. It was definitely interesting. Uh, all in all, I think we have really good comms, really good communication. So that's all I have to say. And hopefully, no more Rambo regiments. <laughs> Unless they're on the opposite team of me. Yeah, we'll was, make sure that, that happens. That wasn't crazy. good. There was two or three times. What wasn't that the? Wasn't he running the cannon, Grim? Yeah. Yeah. The one the that cannon. decimated our line like three times. Yeah. Him. <laughs> and then after they finally got off the cannon, they just kept running around in the hayfield. Look, dog, I'm not going to lie. On Sunday, I prayed to God for rain because it's getting too fucking hot. But but I didn't think it would be raining lead and steel balls for you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, take our load of balls to the face. <laughs> that was yeah, a good rebuttal. So let's move on to the second round now. Miller's Cornfield. I haven't seen that in a while. Glad I watched it. It was, it was a great round. Uh, CSA was attacking, so we'll start with you guys. Uh, what was your strategy to attack the Miller's Cornfield, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? 
Um, so yeah. Um, so fifth VA and CQB, complete opposite sides of the map. Both um, kind of the forward forces. Um, I was with uh, KB or um, Ninth Corps and IVB on that left side, or was it? Who was it? I'm. I know it was Ninth Corps and someone. We went on that left side. Grim and the, took the other three units. They went on that right side, and we were gonna kind of. Funnel them well, initially, the CQB got detached to go to point. I was standing there waiting for my guys to leave MSG. Yeah, we also went. We went on the right. We went on the left side of point. You went on the right side of point. No, no, no. Like when they, we noticed that they were hiding. Then Knight ended up being like, "Yeah, sure, CQB, go take point, bait them out." Yeah. Yeah, we we ended up there too, and then we kind of. So on the left side, for the, for the fifth, we kind of pulled back. We were the forward force of making sure our guys on that left side didn't get flanked because we wanted to kind of encircle them on the point, you know, shoot into them both sides, make them, you know, kind of freak out. Because you come out of that corn, you can only see 20 feet in front of you. And if you're getting hit from both sides, it's hard to react um, if you're on the Union on that side. So, yeah, so we, we were hoping to make our regiments into a fatal funnel. But you guys kept going around the funnel. Okay. Yeah, we. Ex yeah. yeah, we. That that was drawn up actually. Ironically enough, that was we, we kind of expected that. We don't like funnels, babe. Sorry. Yeah, we we were trying to funnel you guys towards point with our lines, but you guys kept circumnavigating the funnels. So we had to try and adapt to that, and it kept causing us to have to have mobile regiments. Then, you know, you guys would see one of the flags, you'd volley into us, and there goes half the mobile regiment that's trying to find you guys in the corner. <laughs> Was it really that? We can't, we couldn't see shit, dude. Was it really that you guys, bad? You guys fucked us up. Like, when we fired, yeah, we fucked you guys up. You guys fired. There was three men still standing. You guys charged. <laughs> I was the only guy still alive. Oh, no. Yeah, it happened once or twice for us as well. No, like, uh... it, it was bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the worst part is, like, not even 10 seconds before that, I was warning the guy in charge of our lines, like, we shouldn't just be walking at quick time. This is going to get us slaughtered. Please. And then all here is quick dying, time. and then the officer's dead, and I'm like, <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys, quick to, I mean, we kind of did too, but only, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, well, once we oh, captured... I'm sure Eagle captured us quick timing through the corn. I'm Plenty sure there's a ribbing on it. Uh, My two favorite uh, consistent moments of the second round, the quick time of MSG and Colquitt's and following Shenandoah Valley regulars shooting off way in the distance. <laughs> oh no once we captured that point um that left side we were pretty much you know we came in a couple times got some good kills recaptured the point um ninth core right wheeled into us and then volleyed into the fifth like twice i don't know how they did that um oh jesus hey we're gonna be your picket line okay and then they shot us <laughs> in the back like three times so oh no we was, caught some of that scary. volley too when we were standing in the center by point. Some of that volley landed on us too. Oh, uh, but we got on. It um, was bad. 
just north of point, um, we kind of set up and we got some good flanking charges on that first one. Um, and once we recaptured the second time, I went up and I ran to there. I ran up to the Union fence line, saw the entire Union team on their right side, and then called it out to IVB. And they definitely sang our praises for that because they, I, you sang they um, organized the defense better uh, for that second charge. We got some more guys over there, so you know we kind of the unit that was scouting making sure we knew where the enemy were and getting behind them and flanking when we could on the final charges for point. So that's what happened on that left side. That's all I can tell you. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, so let's go to the Union side now. Uh, you guys were defending on Miller's Cornfield. What was your guys' strategy, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Now did you mind? I'll nope. Take this one. Okay. They t they turtled, yep. guys. They turtled. <laughs> we we absolutely it's complicated. We absolutely had to initially, and and I'm honestly I I was really hoping we did some service to turtling because of what you know of the counter. So we had three phases. One was the turtling one. Hey, sit back, see where they're going to kind of see where your formation was. We had identified your funnels and what you were doing. Um, and that's kind of why we, we pivoted off to one flank together, uh, you know, Sussie and JD, uh, so that was the initial plan. Everybody get the fuck out of the corn. Cause, uh, so in, in all fairness to that turtling strat, we can't go in the corn uh, if we just want to absolutely get annihilated and, you know, we can maneuver this and that, but, but that takes a lot of coordination to move in a spot where you can't fucking see so we just said, okay, let's go to a place where we can see each other and let's form up and move. If we're going to go into the corn, we'll do it together. Okay. We'll say our prayers when we go into the corn. Let's hope we avoid the death funnels and we'll just pivot on one side. And, and so the second phase was that counterattack. We wanted you guys to cap and we were banking. So it, it was either two ways of playing it, either hold point and see if we can hold you guys off or the second one to play this map would be to bank on our counterattack being strong, which I would say it was fairly, except for the first time it wasn't strong. There was a miscommunication, actually. Uh, I don't know if it was made clear, but I think uh, JD had gone in perhaps a little bit too early, and I didn't catch that. That was my bad. Um, the second phase would be the preserve and press, which would be to pick positions and to fire from those positions into where you guys had your death funnel on point because the idea there was to make you fuck off from point because we oh god we wanted to send skirmishers to read we wanted to take as little casualties as we could to take we wanted to take it and get the fuck out but you guys didn't move from point you guys just held the line and we vol you guys volleyed us and we volleyed you we we didn't take too many on the first one because of the confusion i guess i don't know if you guys saw us and then we volleyed we don't know how there was went. only nine of us on point at first. Oh, Jesus. And uh, we, you guys, you guys were a little bit behind point. I guess the main line, we saw a bunch of smoke. And from the positions we picked, actually, uh, we were able to really see. We saw the flags waving over the corn in the clearing. We were in pretty good spots to identify targets. And uh, that's kind of how we saw you guys there. And the, the third phase, which I'll mention this, which was uh, sort of that role for one company either send skirmishers if the skirmishers can't take point okay send in a line and to try and bait you guys out 
to our side, to where we have our funnel. So we, it, I, I think this game went really well in terms of battle and tactics because we both had funnels set up. And you, we had to adapt to our funnel not working, ironically enough. We had to adapt because our funnel wasn't working and your guys' funnel wasn't working. So at that point, after the – we barely got by on the first counterattack. Sussy, man, we, we had to call off an attack for Sussy uh, because we had said, oh, we're, we're going. And they'd say, okay, we're going, and said, nope, sorry, sorry. Call it off, call it off. We're, we're dead. Let's go together. Don't go in alone. And so we reorganized on the second counterattack on that battle ready, battle ready. And that went well. We did the same thing. You guys took point, okay? We organized. It, was, it went a little bit better, the second counterattack, and we were able to take it kind of relatively quicker than originally. But it was still fucking, oh, God, it's so, so bloody. And honestly, in the beginning, we had reached a company. We, 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 we charged out companies that had just fired, and you guys were reloading. I don't know who that was, uh, but it happened twice. Oh, was that you guys? There was a lot of them, though. Was that not IVB? I thought it was. It had uh, we had, uh, I think it was, there was somebody attached to our left. MSG had grouped up with us at one point. But CQB at one point was just the main group at point. But okay, yeah, we we were like the right flank of the line as you came in. We were the ones that had fired at you. Yeah, I think you guys hit Saucy. I'm not sure, Zoo, if you can confirm. But we 12th, we were off to the right. Just about uh, he 20 yards he got Zoo. right behind our line and killed our flag bearer. I shot him. Zoo, oh. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> That that was really interesting. Like I I don't know. It it was not part of the plan, but we we took advantage of a really weird situation where like these motherfuckers are just sitting in the corn and they just volleyed. Okay, well we'll take care of them. And uh, I think I think it was better for you guys because there was a little bit of some miscommunication. I'm not too sure, but we had wiped an entire what forty. I don't know how many were there. And we were debating whether or not to counterattack because you guys were down a line, completely down a line, right? And I think some people jumped the gun. I think perhaps even I may have jumped the gun there. And you guys got reorganized and regrouped. And obviously that's the, that's the thing how is, that went down. With the way that the regiments were broken up, yes, you had decimated a line. You had decimated the smallest one. Really? There was a and lot. There was, all there, of, there was at least 30. There was a lot of guys yeah, on that, that far right. But that's what I mean is on the left, on the right, and in the center, we had divided up into like three main bodies. Uh, you I took see. out this you took out the smallest body and then the two larger bodies collapsed in on you. Oh no, 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 no. There was there was no collapse. We we wiped out that one company, we reorganized, and we were scanning for targets. And I guess the second company had volleyed. And we had taken care of them. I, I remember it was, this was like when you guys first cap point, this is when we first went into the corn. And, uh, okay. I thought you were talking about the second recap. No, 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 no. It was when we had first, like, I think zoo, somebody goes, Hey, there's still line over here. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's see how that goes. And they volleyed, we cleared them out. And then another company volley, we cleared them out. And I guess, I guess somewhere in between, we had jumped the gun a little bit because we're like, well, two lines are down. We're hurt because you guys motherfuckers have bucking ball. We we were hurt, and uh, we just had to reorganize before we actually 
took point. But guys, oh my god! And by the way, that brick wall, that Union brick wall at the end that we have—you'll probably see it on there. That was planned as well on the breaking breaking situation. And uh, our plan for that was God be with us. And boy, it was it was. I never had to scream at a line of over a hundred guys and, and and like hold the line, line. You guys were thirty yards in front of us shooting bucket. We were thirty yards in front, guys. That was such a good time. And uh, I don't know how that looked from above, Eagle, but boy. And uh, obviously, last thing I'll say, I ordered the charge at one minute because uh, I had noticed on we had 130 guys left when we hit last stand. And in less than 30 seconds to a minute, we were reduced to about 90, 92. And I realized at this rate, if another 30 seconds went by, we would not have enough to sustain that fight and to keep the cap capped, right? I had ordered the charge, and and boy, there was only ten CSA left, and about ten Union left, and you guys fought really. That I, I was really happy about the outcome, even though we lost. I was really happy about the outcome of that match, man. Boy, was that one hell of a fight. Close too, actually close. Yeah, there was a a moment on our attack on the on final push last stand. I think every I think every single. Uh, commanding unit, but the commander of every unit was dead, and we're all looking at the map, and we just see this massive blob on our map going to the far right. It was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> we all almost shat a brick. Like we, the only actual solid line on our map was just at the fence line, right. shifting east, and we're no, like, like, what the. There's like a minute 20. There's like a minute minute minute. left. Yeah, there's a minute, minute 25 left. All in boom chat. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Fucking go to point, you fucking idiots. Okay, so Uh, that's why that's why we I was in Discord, like I swear to God, whatever officers in charge of that must have been thrown at a ceiling fan as a child. We were we were wondering why we were taking heavy and, and wondering why we had it still capped. We were yeah. like, is it do you guys not have enough guy like what's happening here? And then I guess that's that's we had no idea what was in front. We thought everybody was in front and, of us. You know, there was one group that every time it was every time they died, everyone spawned at main, full kits, double line, group up, mm-hmm. make sure nice and lined up oh fix these gaps like they would take five minutes to form up while boom chat is screaming everyone get to point six six seconds for bayonets that's all it takes that's the only thing you should get and even then they were Full kits, form up, get ready. I'm screaming at them, fucking run! <laughs> oh, our Steam chat, man, I was just so, uh, I, I hope I was calm in terms of that. But it was literally just like after I had died and I had no idea. And it was breaking, breaking when you guys tried to cap and we somehow won it back. All I go in Steam chat is, God be with you guys. Do what you can. Do what you can. And... Eventually, when we had finally cleared you off, we just formed a wall. That's it, 100 guys. And we're like, how are we still capping? Like, maybe we could keep this up. I don't know. But I think the inevitable would have happened where that Eastern company would have inevitably flanked us. And 
honestly, I, I just truly believe that was the only call to make. And boy, I'm glad it was made when there was only 20 well, seconds left. Well, when we ended up, you know, going and being like, hey, go the point, they ended up cutting and they just went from your south. East? Yeah, so they pretty much did a frontal attack regardless. They just, but they, oh, oh they, really? Like, they did a frontal attack, but they did a front from your, like, left oblique. Yeah. They didn't hit oh, that's what that. Oh, that's what that was. I was wondering why there was a random CSA guy. Like, are we being charged? Uh, I was like, are we being charged? Are we? And it was just a solid line. Like, we did it. It was just like, a, I don't know. It was, with all due respect, it was like a fly. We were like, what is this? Like, are they are they coming? Are they coming? No. Okay, keep shooting. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, we were we watching all these little skirmish lines go towards you guys, and we understood that, you know, <laughs> they're trying their best. But we see one solid line just casually walking east, and they're not running on map. They're casually moving. So we know they're quick timing. We knew who it was. <laughs> so we called them out. Like, hey, is that you guys? Yeah. I, they're not here to defend themselves, so I don't want to call them out by name. But, you know. Hey, it oh, worked out in the end. It did you know. work out. It, it did. Because at least it then gave the opportunity to all the other guys coming from Maine to actually have a chance because you guys had, fought, had to actually fight off a full line. Literally the army. Literally the line was the army. <laughs> That's we we had all lined up 130 guys. You guys were up against 130 on that point. 130 guys lined up. 90 were left to take the charge with a minute left. Jesus. Because MSG also had buck and ball. Yep. CQB had buck and ball. Uh, yeah, we didn't I like think, the taste of that. Um, I'm trying to think who was top or uh, top B. Texas I think for that, Texas. Uh, yeah. I think that was Kelly's brigade. Or no, of course they would be the ones with bucket. Yeah, no, they, they wanted to fucking dick us. Yeah. No, I think that uh, Kelly's was actually uh, top B. Or no, that was MS MSG. Mean, oh. Yeah, Kelly's brigade and then IVB were the two top regiments. So I think Ninth Corps would have been uh, bottom A. Yeah, it sounds yeah, they were with us on that left side. Or wait. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Fuck it. Someone people had bucking ball. People had yeah, ball. Lots, of, people, oh, tr- lots of bucking me, ball. Lots trust of bucking me, ball. We knew we knew what you were saying about you taking that artillery hit. You guys knew you guys were taking that. We knew you guys had bucking ball. Trust me, we felt it. Oh god. Does anyone have any quick comments about the event as a whole before we call off for a night? First time in a long time I've had fun on any of those matches. I'll, I'll, I'll quick I am not here. gay, but I'll try the to keep it. Rumors are untrue. I'll try to keep it quick. I think that the strat for mailers was a little more complex than necessary, if for no other reason than we were fighting Kelly's brigade, who was in charge. And I think that just due to their play style, like you got to take who you're fighting in consideration. Like with IVB, my original strat was to go on Pry House and try to reverse, like, uh, last stand them, uh, savvy strat them um, until the War of Rights, you know, they changed it to make it easier to recap. Um, so then I, I tried to go with a more conventional approach. Um, 
And I think with KB, we probably could have done something a little bit simpler and really only against them, maybe a handful of other units. Whereas if you'd been fighting maybe a unit like IVB or something like that, or Nine Core or RGD or something like that, where they try to do more complex strats because they have the coordination to do so and they're with a group they work well with, um, I think we could have gotten away with maybe a simpler strategy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will I... say something to Ke uh, Kelly's Brigade's credit. They were very open to other people's input in terms of making adaptations on the fly to our battle plan. So, yes, you, you're right in terms of, like, how they may have planned it. But because of the fact that there were more aggressive commanders in the boom chat that they were willing to allow a little bit of freedom to, there was a little bit more aggressive of plays. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, there's no way to know. I mean, everything's yeah. going to be different. It, it's it, just, the, the plan, I think it's something to consider. Yeah, the, the plan zoo was, was the worst case scenario. Uh, that, that whole entire thing was the, if they funneled us, which obviously they tried to do. So, and uh, my, my, my thing to you is you got to always plan for either one, the worst, because anything they do after that, you can work around it. And, you know... Uh, they, they they try to funnel us many times and 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 that was our only opportunity to really work around that and you always have to assume the enemy is going to do the right thing and the right thing there was to try and funnel us and thank god we avoided that bullet but uh, that's my piece absolutely this still ended up being a close game in a close game i'll take a close game over a blow any day so likewise all right and with that being said, thank you all for watching tonight's event. If you enjoyed, like, comment, share, subscribe for more. Our Discord's in the description. Go below the video, hit the join button uh, to see perks and prices and more. You can get videos uh, before anyone else with that. But, yeah, thank you all for watching. Have a good night, and we'll see you in the next episode.